So hello everyone. So today I'm delighted to welcome Tama Shaheen. Um, we've been connecting on LinkedIn and he's got a fantastic, uh, well, a very interesting background on his uh, website. He, he talks about how he's, he's advised country ministers on national policy and multi-billion dollar productivity programs. He's advised corporate titans and so on. And also he's been a serial entrepreneur and he was his, he, the company he was running was valued at a hundred million dollars at one point and uh, and then he had lots of sort of downturns as well which I'm sure we'll sort of hear about in the course of the show this has got a very interesting story and also what he does now is um, he's a CEO serial entrepreneur he's a TEDx speaker executive coach consultant author speaker and investor so he does uh, a lot of things I'm sure he's very busy so uh, so, uh, Tama, welcome to the show. Hi, Keith. How are you? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> See you. So, yes. So, you do have a sort of very interesting story. So, you know, much more. You know, most of us lead quite boring lives. But uh, so, would you like to just talk about, yeah, your your journey from you know how you started, how you got to like you know phenomenal success, and what happened after that, and so on? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it sounds like it's been. Um, like a lot of things, but which it has been, but sometimes you, you kind of want to have that kind of quiet, boring life every once in a while. <laughs> you kind of miss it and you say, I just want to take some time off and just go into a cottage somewhere and just mm. see nobody. And I think that um, that was one of the things that I found out quite late where I, I, you sort of get yourself involved in a lot of things and you chase and you chase and you chase and you, and you sort of want to get to a certain place, which is fantastic for a while. And then you kind of hit a brick wall because you've been sort of not focusing on what really matters in life. And, and it was only until then where I began to really notice, actually, I, this is, I don't want to be doing this. I want to be doing this. And um, so I started out initially as um, I did a PhD. I had a PhD in engineering design. Um, and I was lecturing at King's College in London. Um, so I, I started out there in the academic world. Um, whilst I was doing that, I did have several side businesses in the property market and so on and so forth, which actually grew to seven figures um, plus. Um, and then I was doing consulting on the side with Jaguar, uh, British Aerospace, Ford. Um, I moved to the UAE after that one of the, my passion points has always been education because I actually think that the education system is completely messed up. I think it's been built from, well, it's not, I think it has actually been, it was developed back in the industrial revolution to dish out factory workers for people to clock in and clock out. Um, and, and I thought that I could change it from within because you, you, you sort of, when you're a baby and you sort of, you're born, you, you're full of like inspired life and you try things and you f fall down when you're trying to walk and you try again. And then you go into school and they tell you, don't fail, don't fail, don't fail. And it kind of conditions that whole fear of failure in, in the back of our minds. So I, so being an entrepreneur and taking risks and having that fear of failure is something that has not been even with me. So, um, I moved to the UAE, Dubai. Um, I, I was lecturing there at the same time. I, I, so I was headhunted by one of the university provosts there to help them get accreditation for their university. And at the same time, um, I, I, I was offered a job at in government to 
to advise ministers and and head up a productivity program, a national productivity program, which I'd actually introduced um, I, as part of my consulting project. So I, I proposed it um, and, and they sort of hired me to sort of head it up and head up a team. Um, which we grew quite rapidly to about 40 people within government that I was I was leading. Um, and as part of doing that, I was helping productivity on a national scale within companies in all different sectors, whether it was the um, manufacturing sector or the retail sector or, and everything in between. Um, and I was looking at um, small, medium, large size companies also from a demographic perspective to be able to see how we can actually make them more productive and more efficient. Anyway, long story short, I hated all of that. So I was, be, I was earning a huge salary um, and I um, had an amazing lifestyle. I had a villa on, on, with a pool and the Ferraris and that whole world was there and, and I was enjoying it and I walked away from all of it and everyone said I was absolutely crazy mm. um, because I just didn't enjoy being employed. I wanted to... Mm go into business. I had side businesses that were running and people there, but I just wanted to be involved um, running my own businesses um, full time. Mm -hmm. So I moved myself to a small company that I'd invested in and helped start out with some people that I knew quite well. Um, as I was doing that, I saw the potential in it in digital health in the space of healthcare uh, with technology. And it was a very, very small company at the time when we first started out. I think there was only like about three people there. And when I moved in, I think I got rid of two and uh, we kind of started from scratch. Within the space of 18 months, that's the company that became valued at $100 million. Um, and it was literally within the space of 18 months where we became a global influencer in the field. Our website had about 2 million page views a month, uh, unique. Um, and, and that website got acquired um by another healthcare organization and so it was um so the entire business was just like a website no so what we were doing is we were in trying to tip um emerging industries into the mainstream and digital health was one of the first ones that we picked and we were basically trying to enable it the website was one of those things where it was a, a website to create a community um of thought leaders and we had people from google we had people from the senior director of microsoft health on that website posting and, and writing his own articles and it became the go-to place for for that for that industry on the side we were doing projects for um in in dubai and other countries where we were actually helping the government set up um a, a new digital health based system because the current healthcare system was, was also as much as the education system that was also screwed up. So, um, and then, so within the space of 30 days, so this is where it all goes wrong. Everything up until now seems, wow, amazing. Yeah. You've lived an amazing lifestyle. And then it all went belly up within, within the space of 30 days. So we were getting investment into the company valued at a hundred million dollars. Um, we delivered a project, an eight figure project to a huge client I'm not going to say who it is, but we delivered uh, and it was published in the local newspaper, national newspaper. It was on the news, on TV, um, shook hands, delivered successfully. We had a party and celebrated that we delivered this project successfully. Three days later, their administration changed and they turned around and they said, we're not honoring any past contracts with anyone. Right. Okay. And so, so this was a private company in Dubai, was it? It was a, a large client. And, a large client. Yeah, yeah, a very large client. And, yeah. and they were so large, we, you couldn't take them to court because you, yeah, you just yeah. wouldn't win. Um, yeah. And 
we turned I've around. heard I've heard similar stories about people doing yeah. business in 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 Dubai and that. Yeah, area. it's it's crazy. And over there, yeah. the law is so. I love the place. It's amazing. If you live a great lifestyle, it's fantastic. And even the people there, the government there, I've worked with them and they are really inspiring and inspired to try and make the place a better place, but it's still built on a really old infrastructure. So one of the laws that they have there is that whoever signs a post-dated check, um, even if you sign it as a limited liability company, where in theory you as a person don't have any liability, Mm. um, the person who signs that check is criminally and personally liable um, to pay that money. Right. My business partner, one of my business partners at the time had signed, and that's the way you do business in Dubai is that yeah. you sign these checks and that becomes your, your promise yeah. to pay the other. So we had subcontractors, several multi-million um, pounds worth um, mm that we had subcontractors that had delivered some parts of the projects and we were not able to pay them. And he had signed checks for them to to promise them that we were going to pay. And when we didn't get paid, we were not able to pay them. And he ended up getting arrested at the airport um, because they had filed a a case against him. I ended up having to fire all of my employees um, across three different countries in the US, in the UK, and in Dubai. Um, one of the employees I had just seven days before we were having that party, and she had sat there and told me, This is much more than a job to me, you know. And she'd moved from the UK to Dubai to wow. actually work w- yeah. at this place. And, and she was saying to me, This is more than a job for me. This mm. is a mission. This is my life. And I had to sit there seven days later. Mm. telling her i'm sorry we're gonna have to let you go and she was like i trusted you you know i i moved my life for you and and it was horrendous it really was i ended up having to sell everything i owned i ended up having to borrow two and a half million um getting my parents to remortgage their property out of retirement so that i can get my business partner out of prison and out of the country um we ended up from living a lavish lifestyle to literally him when i bailed him out of prison and we were sitting there um he was literally we were breaking into his kids his son's piggy bank rummaging for change so that we can find how much money we've got to buy food for the next two weeks whilst we were negotiating with all of these people how we can get out of the country and i mean it was lucky that you were able to borrow that money and access to those funds because otherwise i knew otherwise you could have possibly you know you he would have still been in prison. He would yeah, have and you could have ended up in trouble as well, presumably. Yeah. You would have signed something. So, uh, yeah, we were oh. hearing that he would he would be in there for 15 years. And wow. um, and he, he I had to call his wife. He was flying from Dubai to London mm. um, because his wife was giving birth to their baby. And he was going there for the birth. And I had to call her from jail whilst I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Yeah tell her that he couldn't come home for their birth to be there and throughout the whole process i was like trying to be strong and trying Mm. to be like a rock and you know because everyone was like relying on me and depending on me and that was that it was that moment there that i literally just broke down into tears Mm. um and i was just apologizing to her saying i'm sorry i'm sorry um he can't come back and it's my fault and yeah, and, and and she was the one that was consoling me. Ironically, she was like telling me, "Don't worry, it's fine. I'm sure you're going to get him out of this." And 
you know, I trust you and, and all of yeah. these things. So um, we were, we were great friends, including with her. So she, she yeah, I knew yeah. her really well. So still do. So, um, yeah. So, and, and, and when everything could possibly go wrong, it was going wrong. Just, yeah, yeah. it was literally my house flooded at the time there that I was trying yeah. to get. I lost all my furniture. I went to sell my car to try and pay the month's salary for two employees that I'd left behind to try and keep the business ticking. So I fired yeah. everyone except two employees. I went to sell my car. And as I was selling my car to the, to the, the person who was buying it, the car had just literally been serviced and they had forgotten to, to connect up a hose. So the car overheated and it went up and it kind of literally went up in flames in front of the person yeah. as I was trying to sell the car. So literally when everything can go wrong, it was going wrong and yeah, it yeah. was just a nightmare. Anyway, I, I got him out of there. I came back here to the UK and um, thankfully rebuilt myself again, um, was managed to get myself personally out of debt. Um, mm but i was i was a wreck you know i, yeah, I suffered okay. ptsd yeah. I, I woke up every morning with huge amounts of anxiety sure. but I, I i rebuilt another tech company which is also in digital health and that's the company i gave a tedx talk on we okay. won a, an innovation award as well from innovate uk on it so yeah so i picked myself up and that was that was and it took me a few years to do that um but i managed to do it and that's why i'm here today and it's not about any of that stuff it's about like you said, this, this new business that I've run, which is CEO entrepreneur, uh, which I've started recently. Okay. And, and, and that is really, I think that for me was one of the things that I had to take a step back on because even though I picked myself up, I hadn't actually picked myself up. So I'd picked myself up from a career perspective. I'd mm. set up my debts. I'd got on, I'd, rebuilt a successful business because I know how to, and I've done it before so I can yeah. do it. And I knew, and I, but I was still, I had still emotionally and physically not recovered from what had happened. Yeah. Um, and I was an absolute wreck. Um, yeah. And well, I, I think most people would be, I mean, I can't imagine going through an experience like that. It's, I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy, honestly. And, yeah. and it's one of those things. And, so I sat down with a person and I had a long chat afterwards um, and he said, what's wrong? Um, and I said, well, you know, I feel guilty because I let all of these people down and these people. But in a way, it was, it, was, it was outside your control, wasn't it? I mean, supposing you were advising your former self just before, you know, b b b before you entered into those contracts and everything, what, what advice would, would you give? You see, that's the funny thing. We never take our own advice, do we? <laughs> <laughs> we, we give, we're, we're very happy to give our advice and say, you know, this is what you should do. And then when it comes to yourself, for some reason, we're just foolish enough not to listen to any of the advice we tell other people. And I know exactly what you mean. And that's exactly what he said to me. Um, yeah. and, and, he, and he said to me at the time, you're feeling guilty. And I, and I was hiding like a hermit. So yeah, yeah. in most cases, I wouldn't go to conferences or events because I thought, what if one guy who knows what had happened and I wasn't able to pay them at the time and he's going to call me a, a thief and a scam artist. And, mm. and, 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 and he just said to me, well, how is this guy doing that you know, was angry with you? And I said, well, actually, he's okay. And he said, well, mm. how is this employee doing that you keep on saying that you let her down. And I said, well, she's okay. She's got another job and she's doing great. 
And he said, well, how's your business partner doing? You know, who's, who's yeah. in prison, you know? And, and I said, well, actually he's not great, but he's okay. And he's doing yeah, well yeah. and his family's fantastic. And he said, well, what's your problem? Yeah. You know, why are you trying to carry the weight of everyone on, onto your shoulders? Why are you? Oh. And I said, because I felt I was responsible for them. Um, oh. And then he said to me something which, which I've, I've not let go afterwards. And he, basically well actually somebody else said that to me as well and he said responsibility is not the word responsible is about being responsible not being not carrying other people's weight on your shoulder yes. so it's not to carry their burdens but it's to oh. carry the responsibility to make them carry their own burdens and make sure that they do it well or pr properly yeah. and 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 yeah and like you said it wasn't my fault however I went back and I rewrote my whole narrative. He said to me, and he said, go back in the same way that we look at a, an event. Um, and actually he didn't say this to me. It was, it was me. He, he, the way that you look back at an event sometimes at the time it's horrendous and it's a disaster. Mm. And then you look back at it two years later and you laugh and you say, Oh, that was funny. Mm. The event hasn't changed, but it's your no, perspective yeah. on how you see it has changed. So That's I went, yeah. So I went back and I, and I, rewrote exactly what had happened and how I saw it. And then I try and said exactly, all right, so if I was giving myself advice, let me yeah. take out of this, how would I see this in a different perspective? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there are inherent risks anyway in operating in, in, in that part of the world. Uh, and also there's just inherent risks in just having one client or that's so big, that's so massive that your whole company is dependent on that, that. Yeah, you had both of those together, but you sort of knew in a way the risks you were taking. And so, so did your business partner. So did this uh, woman who came out to, to work there. Or if they didn't know, you know, they shouldn't. They they you, you should have known. You know, now yeah. the risks, but obviously are, there are incredible benefits as, as well. So you've got to weigh them against each other and make a. Make a yeah, story. and I think that because we thought that this client was was reliable to pay, that was our yeah. mistake. Um, we learned a lot. I learned a lot. And, and we, we had grown way too fast without having set up the correct infrastructure and the right cool. systems and processes and the checks yeah. in place that we needed to have. And that was a huge learning lesson as well um, from a business perspective that yeah. um, you only learn the hard way sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And sometimes not as big as this, but, but you know, you learn it, you learn it nonetheless. And we had grown way too fast. Yeah. Um, and we had different people in, in roles that are used to running smaller size companies and not yeah. larger size businesses. And had we had looked at this the right way, we probably wouldn't have got into that trap. Yes, it wasn't our fault. Yes, we got somebody didn't end up you know, paying us. But had we put the right systems in place and the right checks yeah. in place, then I think we probably wouldn't have been having, I wouldn't have had that story. But had that not happened... Mm. Um, actually it was one of the worst things that had happened to me, but it turned out it was one of the best things that had happened to me because I'm a much better business person nowadays. I know how to yeah. like really what happens when things go wrong and I know yeah. that I can get out of it and I've got the strength to do that. So okay. whenever I'm looking at risk now, I say, well, you know, I've been through worse. I can do this and I can handle this. And, yeah, yeah. but also I, I met my wife, you know, had I not come back to London and, and met this amazing person. Right. Um, you know, had that not happened, I would have ne never met her. So yeah. that whole that whole incident and that whole event actually ended up making my life so much richer um, okay. in a in a different way, and 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 I'm highly appreciative of that. Hmm.
Yeah. So that's, that's why I set up CEO Entrepreneur, which is basically there to, I, I, when I went back and rewrote that narrative, I said to myself, I don't want to be doing tech companies anymore. I don't want to be in the VC world. I don't want to be, it wasn't something that I thought was where I wanted to be anymore. I thought my, my, my mindset and my mission had changed and my mission was I want to make sure going back to my old education roots, I want to make sure that entrepreneurs who are trying to grow and scale businesses don't fall into these same traps and have the right systems and understand how to grow and scale a business without sacrificing overwhelm and stress and lifestyle and health and, and so, all of so, so so why is it that you made the decision to go that route rather than to stay in the um tech company vc world which obviously you've got a lot of expertise in and presumably you could make money very easily in that world yeah because and, and <laughs> I, I still have this other company which now i've handed over i've got nothing to do with um but oh. I, I felt that it wasn't my mission. My journey was much, I, I felt that I needed someone to support me at the time when I was going through all of this. I tried oh, hiring coaches during that process yeah. Yeah. and none of those coaches helped me because none of the coaches had actually run a proper business and grown it and scaled it to a certain level. Yeah. Um, a lot of these coaches, with all due respect to them, are, you know, they're yeah. great, but they, they are more about mindset and about my, sure. making you find the answers within, but sometimes yeah. you don't have those answers and you don't have that yeah. experience. Yeah. Um, and, and what I'm doing is I'm setting up a process where people can have a safe place they can come to understand that this is how you grow a business. This is how you can become the CEO of your own business, no matter how small it is. Mm. Um, and, and understand that running a business is not the same as, understanding the industry you run the business in it's a completely different kettle of fish you can be an expert at design or at you know social mm. media or in marketing mm. um, but a lot of the times people even those the the gurus that are online at the moment a lot of them come from the marketing world which is fantastic yes. and i think marketing by the way and i know this is this is marketing that we're talking about and yes. we're going to get into that in a, in a second yeah. Marketing is a huge, huge component and digital marketing is a huge component in, in being able to grow a business and it's, yeah. you can't avoid it. But that's not the only element that it takes to be able to run a proper business and grow it. And I'm sure you know that you've, you've done yeah. that in the past. So, so for me, it was more about in addition to marketing and in addition to being able to look at mindset, those things are important and I include them as part of what we're doing, yeah. the overall system and structure but it's two of those, these are two of the elements that you need out of actually eight that you need to be able to run a business properly. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we take people through that whole process and say, right, if you really are serious about growing and scaling your business, you need to look at marketing, you need to look at mindset, but you also need to look at leadership. You need to look at systems and processes. You need to look at, you know, how you're going to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and, and that's kind of what, what we've set up to do at the moment, um, which is a slightly different proposition to what a lot of other business coaching entities yeah. are trying to do. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so your typical clients, are they people who are just think who are just starting out or are they people with existing businesses? Uh, not at the moment. So phase, this is phase one. So we're okay. very early still. So okay. phase one, I'm working with people who have got existing businesses and have actually um, got a business model that they've validated. Yeah. Um, they are probably around about the low, very low. They've just hit six figures. Um, okay. 
and and what we'll do is we'll help them scale that to seven figures and beyond um, okay. using the right systems and processes. Yeah. What we're doing in the meantime, in the background as part of our phase two is being able to create the right um, um, content and, and, and sort of media that we want to have for people um, that are just starting up as well. So then we will have the entire spectrum and we're doing it in a way where um, I'm using, I'm going to be using some of my own tech experience. So it's going to be using understanding how people learn and understanding how people behave and being able to give them the right content and the right media in the way that they need it for the stage that they're going to be at. But at this stage now, it's very, very simple. It's literally people who have got a validated business model. And I'm at the moment, I'm actually working one-on-one -on -one as a very early beta phase, if you will, because I want to understand I want to have some testimonials and case studies, which I've already had, and some people have had amazing results. Um, um, and I just want to have a few more so that we can develop the, that when we start scaling to one to many, um, we understand exactly how people behave and what people struggle through and go through. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. Okay. And um, are you going to create info products? Yes. So, so, um, I'm doing this over several in several different ways. So I'm actually not as an info product, but from a media content perspective, I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel on the 7th of July. I was going to um, ask you about that. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to be a, a, a channel, which I, I start and I'm going to be providing pure value on that. That's yeah. no sales. It's, it's literally, here's how I would run a business and mm. here's how I would scale a business. And these are the things that you do. And I'm actually going to be using um, growing my YouTube channel as a case study. So I'm going to say, if yeah, I'm going to grow this YouTube channel, what would I look at as a, as a person, as an entrepreneur yeah. trying to grow this and actually get it to a level where I think it should be and can be and make money out of it. So I'm going to yeah. use that as a case study using the systems I, I, I know. From an info product perspective, yes. So I'm going. That's where I'm talking about creating for people that are starting up and being able to, and a little bit beyond. Once I go to a one-to-many perspective, and that's going to be probably towards the end of the year, we will have info products and courses um, online for entrepreneurs who really want to understand the right framework um, they need to work in. I see a lot of people doing these three steps and five-step processes, and they trademark them. Um, and everyone's different. No one runs yeah. a company in the same way. And I, I think that these processes can apply to, to a few people, but they won't apply to everyone. Um, and that's why a lot of people will buy these processes and some of them will have amazing results and the majority don't. Yeah. Uh, and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to actually create a framework instead of a step-by-step -step process. So this is the framework you need to have to be able to run a business. And if you're this type of person, this is how you would do it. And if you're that type of person, this is how you would do it. Um, I, am, I am focusing a lot on the online businesses at the moment. So I'm trying to concentrate on one particular area. So people that are trying to grow their online businesses. Um, but again, that will scale later on. I mean, my vision for this over the next five, five years or so is to have this as a, the go-to place for, for entrepreneurs mm. of all shapes and sizes. Um, I've grown businesses to that scale before, so I know how to do it. It's just wow. going to take some time and you need to start somewhere. You need to, to focus initially on one place and yeah. then start adding and adding and adding. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I'll share the, um, I'll share my screen Sure. and we'll take a look at your uh, website and so on. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> mm. In a second. So, uh, 
There we go. Can you see your website? I can indeed. Okay. So, uh, and I noticed that, uh, yes, so you've got at the top, I think you've got this quiz, haven't you? Uh, which is yeah. So if you go up to the top of the website, let me hang on. Let me just move my, my move it to another screen so I can see it on a slightly bigger way. Right. Um, yeah. So if you go up to that website, you can see that initially at the very, and this is where we're starting to to differentiate ourselves is because we want to try and understand and get people to understand that each person has a different business challenge. So yeah. if you were to take the quiz, yeah. um, this quiz is actually if you if you go through it depending on how you, you, you take it, if you scroll up a little bit to actually see the, um, the, the text, yeah. So if you, you can actually go through this and what it will do is it will, it's almost like a business diagnostic. Um, yes. A lot of research and a lot of actually money has gone into this and experience in terms of trying to understand that sometimes people's problems yeah. are not what they think they are. Right. So, and what this is doing is it's going in and it's probing almost like a doctor where it's trying to diagnose, okay, where are you in your business? How are you doing in your business? Have you done this? Okay, you have. Then it will ask a different question. And if you take the quiz twice and answer it in a different way, it will take you down a completely different path. Okay. Um, so here, for example, it will say, what's your single biggest challenge? We're trying to understand here what people think their biggest challenge are, but that's not yes. necessarily what we're going to give them. So if you, for example, say I'm keeping on top of my, fi my finances as, yeah. a, as, as an answer and, and, and click that, um, you can say, right, my business turnover is whatever it is, um, 100K um, or 250K, whatever. And then you say that um, I have... Um, I, it's just me, myself and I, for example, in this case, yeah. and then here it will say, it will immediately say, why haven't you built a team? So you can see that it's immediately, it's actually okay. asking each question based yes. on your previous answer. Had yeah. you said, I've got a team of 20, it wouldn't say, yeah. and yeah. if you've got a small business, which is less than a hundred K, it won't yes. even ask you, why haven't you built a team? But because yeah, you've yeah. said it's over 250 K and it's just okay. yourself. Yeah, I think you're so we're starting to dialogue with you like sort of it, artificial it, intelligence. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so basically it's, it's got a built in sort of basic AI, which will grow yeah. and learn as it goes on at the moment. Okay. And it will then get to a point where it will say, all right, here is actually what we think is the root cause of your problem, which is actually the problem behind your problem. A lot of times people think this is my problem. Yes. I need, I'm, I'm overwhelmed because I'm not productive and they yeah. go around and they find productivity hacks. Um, yeah, yeah. And then they go and they get it fixed for like two days and then they end up 10 days later being back to the same problem where they're overwhelmed yes. and stressed again. And they don't realize that actually you haven't put the right systems and processes in place yeah. and your problem is not getting productivity hacks at, at all. It's actually something else. And if you would have known that, you would have probably solved your problems by now. So by going through this process, then you sort of present them with what you think probably is the real reason behind exactly. everything, which they're not aware of. And then they see this and then just they feel more confidence in you because you're able to sort of give them this this insight. Absolutely. And what yeah. it will do then, and this is entirely free, by the way, you don't, yeah. you don't pay for any of this. And then what you would do, it will do then at the end of this, it will give you your, your biggest number one business challenge. Okay. Um, you don't need to enter your email at that stage. You, it will no. actually tell you the results straight away. However, what it will also do is it will generate a custom report for you and it will tell you why it's thought it's come to that conclusion. It will walk you through the process of your answers. And yeah. then it will actually um, tell you some action steps of what you should do to be able to tackle that. And that's a report that's generated if you 
basically give your email at that point. Yes. Um, and that's kind of, if we're talking about marketing, that's our lead magnet, if you will. Yes. So this is a way for us to generate email addresses and getting yes. them on our list. Yes. What we're doing at that point is basically saying it's still entirely free. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of value because you're going to really understand the insights of why we think this is your biggest business challenge. Yeah. And you're going to get some clear steps on how you can go about fixing it. Um, yeah. And it also allows us to segment people. So we now understand that this person who's given us this email address has this particular problem. And, you know, do you see what I'm saying? Um, you, you, you tag them in your auto response. We tag them, we tag yeah. them in, 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 in the system. So all of the answers get tagged in a certain way and we understand yeah. exactly who is who. Yeah. And that's how we can later on learn. The system will learn to behave to, to when we start developing the info products. The info products will be presented to people who needs what yes, in the makes, right way yeah, that makes a lot of sense in so, the same way that later on facebook gives you your own news sure. feed we're going to have our own feed if you will so which so just out of interest what software are you using to tag people and uh, at the moment we're using active campaign active um, campaign so so and and within active campaign we've got a we've got a lot of automations of behavior yeah. um, and if it, you know flows that are yes. different based on different people um, and it will take you through a different um, um, automation depending on how you've answered. So uh, that runs that runs this quiz, does it? Active campaign? No. So at the moment we are running um, this quiz off of um, Thrive, Thrive Quiz Builder. Oh, Thrive. Um, okay. <laughs> um, which is which is which is just. A, uh, but we use this as the front end. Um, yes. what we've done is we've done a lot of automation behind the scenes in terms of mm. how it actually pushes what questions out there. Um, and, and then we understand it gets fed into a different system before active campaign, which generates the report and the PDF report. Um, okay. it, it will, the next version that will come out will be generated literally on the fly at the moment. They're kind of, um, standard templates based on the different outcomes of the results. But within the next two weeks, what we're going to have is that it will literally go to another system, work out what you're doing, have its own scores. It will give you a whole sort of like even charts and tell you this is how you've ranked and generate the PDF report on the fly. And then okay. it will just send it to you if you, if, if you put in your email address. Okay. And um, also uh, I had a look at your, um, well, I mean, looking at your website at first, when I, I, I looked at it, uh, it was, I saw this get clarity thing and I saw the quiz, but that story that you just told me, I mean, I think it's such a powerful story yeah. and it's so engaging and it really showcases your skill, you know, and I could just see talking to you, you've got this, you know, incredible knowledge and I can see how you really help people. And I think the danger with a site like this is people might just come here and think, oh, it looks pretty and, you know, what's it? and then they might just sort of go away again. So that's why I'm always, well, on my sites, I always have this big video of me, you know, of me talking, because yeah. I think that's the best way of communicating. But I noticed there's no videos of you actually on the site anymore. Not yet. There will be. So at the okay. moment, we're filming some videos that will go on there. Um, okay. uh, if you scroll down, as you scroll down, so what we've done here is we've, we, so you can t see here, we'll talk about business makes or breaks us, business takes no prisoners, and we talk yeah. about all of these kind of, this, who who the ideal 
client or the person or the prospect that we're going, we're talking yes. to, which are small business owners that want to scale their business, but they're overwhelmed and they're stressed and they don't know how to think. As you scroll down here, that's where you've got me and it will tell my story. That's here. right. Yes, exactly. So, so uh, I chose that on purpose because yeah. I know that a lot of other sites will bring that front and center. Yes. And, and I don't want this to be a personal brand okay. company. Okay. Um, I will... I will use my story, obviously, and I will bring that to the forefront. The YouTube channel will serve a lot of that in theory. Mm. Um, so there'll be new videos once every week. So if you're watching, please go and subscribe, CEO Entrepreneur. Um, so this is your, going to be your YouTube channel? You it's not even at the moment. It's it not even there. So I'll put a link <laughs> down to it at the moment. So it's we like I said, this is all early days. So these are some testimonials of some people that we've helped yeah. um, above there. And then... Um, and then um, as you scroll down, then it gives you an opportunity, a, a little bit more information about the quiz, and then you go down and then it goes through the articles and the blogs that we, we've got. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I've done this is because I don't want this to be a business that I can't sell later on. Um, okay, yeah, so you're if you're exit if, strategy right from day one, which is, is a very good discipline to- Yeah, to so if this is, if this is tamashaheen.com, then I'd have my, pe my, my, my picture front and center. Yes. And I would build like, it around- Like, like my personal, site is Keith Griggs. Which is the right thing to do for you because you're yes. a personal brand and that's yes. you need to put yourself as, as the main thing. Mm. I'm going to use my experience and my story to try and build CEO Entrepreneur, but I don't want CEO Entrepreneur to be- yeah Shaheen, if that makes sense and i've yeah. spoken about myself in the third person i never do yeah, so yeah. apologies for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks great yeah so, so yeah so, but what how would you change it if it, if it was you it would be because obviously you <laughs> experience from a marketing mindset well, okay, okay okay well so first of all have you got google analytics yes um we do uh, do you ever because i'm i'll be interested to know what the bounce rate from this site is and also, I'm interested to know how many people start the quiz and then run out of patience. And then because, you know, we've all got um, very short attention spans on the Internet. And, and while I started clicking before when I thought oh, I was just like a two question quiz, <laughs> and yeah. then kept on with more and more questions. And OK, if I had so you've explained to me now the compelling reasons why it's important to answer all these questions. But yeah. Without that knowledge, I think a lot of people might give up. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, bear in mind that when we've, this, this website has just literally recently launched. This yes. is a new business that I'm setting up. Yeah. I actually had the clients that I did, um, I met them at networking events and, and started doing this offline before even there was a website up. Yeah. My, my, my discipline in running businesses is, and I know a lot of people, um, sit there and try and get things perfect before they yeah. go and launch things. I don't believe in that. If you oh. want to really grow your business, you push something out and you improve it as you go. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I so what I've done here is literally said, right, let me put a placeholder. So this yes. is now a placeholder oh, okay. and we will be building a lot of the stuff on top of it. So at the moment now I've got a copywriter who's actually writing a landing page for the quiz. So as okay. soon as you land on the quiz, we are going to have that compelling story, which I've just told you yes. on there. Um, yeah. plus the videos that I'm going to be recording, okay. so on and so forth. So yes, I agree with you. It's not there yet. There's not even a services page up there. There's, it's literally, it's literally just a website which talks, which has um, the homepage, the about page insights is the, um, uh, is the blog, which yes. we, 
which we've set up really, really, um, really well. So you can actually even do a search on the left um, and it will filter out um, articles um, based around what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and um, we're going to, once I launch the YouTube channel on the 7th of July, we're going to have a separate section for the videos, which will have their own long form. So I'll repurpose those videos. Um, they will be repurposed into blog articles and that will yes. go onto Instagram, onto Facebook live, I on, will do that, like yeah. okay. Facebook and LinkedIn. So okay. I haven't, so you've caught me right at the beginning, which is exciting okay. because you've caught me right at the beginning of launching this business. Yes. I haven't officially. So when I'm talking to you about this business now, this is the first time I've actually spoken about it in public, oh, really? um, okay. which is, which is fantastic. Uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm really happy and proud to do that. Um, mm. on your on your show mm. um, from next month that's when people will begin to see the marketing campaign start for the youtube channel for the po posts for the website and a lot of the stuff you'll see that we've been talking about now in terms of landing page for the quiz uh, in terms of all of these things the videos of me that will be on there and that's why we haven't started promoting all of this yet because it's not yes. quite ready um, but it doesn't mean that I can't share the links and I can't talk to people about it oh definitely yeah, yeah. I mean okay you asked me what I would change as well I Big. think um, if it was well yeah so you, we've spoken about some of the things also I think in terms of a lead magnet, I would, rather than rely on people to take the quiz, I would have like a, an op, uh, like a, something they can download. Like on, on my site, I have a um, downloads blueprint mind map and transcript. It just seems like, you know, click and then uh, put your email and, and, then, and then you sort of get something. In a way, that's, that's easier and it's an easier sell than asking people to sort of do a quiz. Uh, I mean, you'll have to split test both and find out what works. But I think, yeah, the most important thing is to get them to get their email address. But at least, um, presumably, you would put pixels on here, like um, Facebook uh, advertising pixels. So at least you can uh, retarget people who come to your site. Yeah, absolutely. This yeah. is kind of what we're doing and working in the background at the moment. I completely agree with you. What we're going to also be doing is, as we develop the different um, content, um, that we're doing, we're going to have content upgrades for them and they become our lead magnets as well, as well as split testing the first, the first page. Um, the reason why we wanted to start with the quiz is because um, we feel that people, especially um, entrepreneurs who are struggling, which is our target audience, they typically want to try and understand what the hell is going wrong. Why am I, why am I doing this? It yeah. is easy for you sometimes to download a yeah. a standard checklist or a piece of like content. However, getting insight and getting an assessment for free for you as well, if it's a very quick thing, a lot of people will typically go and, and do these personality assessments. This is not a personality assessment. It's a business diagnostic, if you will. Yes. Um, but it's, it's, in, in a, it's in a similar vein. But absolutely, we, we plan to, to split test all of these. And we're, going, yes. we're in the process of putting pixels at the moment. But um, yes, I completely agree with you. I think that you, you, you're absolutely right that this is something that we should be doing and are actually working on in the background. Yes. Um, I mean, you, you, you do mention here, actually, it's three minutes. Which yes. I'm sure most if most people if they think about it they can spare three minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, and 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 we've done in 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 previous businesses that I've had I've seen quizzes are really popular, um, 
people sometimes, um, I think that if you give a long report, that's not as, as good. If you're like giving a white paper or something, I think checklists do amazingly well. Um, yeah, cheap, something they know that they're not going to have to spend. Exactly. A, a blueprint. Yeah. A blueprint, cheat sheet. What you've yeah, done yeah. is fantastic. Um, yeah. um, I've also found that quizzes actually convert really well. Um, okay. if, if you target the right people. And that's okay. what it's about. It's what you want is to actually target your uh, quality leads rather than just so how will it so how will you target your um you know the people presumably you talk about with facebook ads or Google so, ads or... yes we're go we're trying Google we're ads. going to try when we launch obviously what i'm going to do is i'm going to have several um ways to 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 drive traffic to the website one mm. of them will be the youtube channel but the youtube channel is a long is a long game it's not going to grow overnight yeah. i understand that um so in the meantime we're going to be targeting um, people on LinkedIn and Facebook, um, as well as Instagram. Um, but we're focusing on the other two um, at the moment. Because... I'm surprised you say Instagram, because uh, I wouldn't have thought that many CEOs would go on to Instagram. We're not targeting CEOs. That's the point. We're targeting okay. small business people, people okay. that are running their businesses and want to take it to the next level. What okay. we're going to be doing is we're going to be transforming them into CEOs of their own business. Right. no matter how small the business is. So I'm not targeting large scale organization CEOs. If I was, right. I would only be looking at LinkedIn. I wouldn't even yes. be I mean, looking at other places. Um, so so we, we did a study to see where people are hanging out. And a lot of people that are in that particular space where they are struggling solopreneurs that have turned over six figures, but don't know where to go from there. And they're overwhelmed. They haven't hired any people. They've got only a few people that they're outsourcing. A lot of them hang out at, on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, not so much actually LinkedIn. So LinkedIn are the slightly bigger companies, which is what we're targeting on a different phase. So yeah. the ones that we're taking at a, at a higher end, and these are the ones that will be at a much higher price point, a higher ticket price as yeah, well yeah. as, as well as, um, um, a sort of a more personal one-to-one -one basis. Those are people that we will typically target on LinkedIn. The okay. other, the, the lower end, and I don't mean lower end in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a bad way, but I mean the lower end in terms of people where they are in their business stage, they will be, we will be targeting them on, um, on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, that sounds great. So, um, so I'll just show you a bit, um, what i'm doing yeah so you, i think you've, you've looked at my website and and I've, I've i've done my my strategy i've sort of explained my sort of 10-step system which uh which i'm using which is to just produce a lot of content and i think you're you're planning on doing something similar you're where you're producing a lot of videos uh you're publishing it on youtube and you said you're repurposing it on different platforms not doing live streaming though you're not doing live streaming <laughs> I mean, you never know. That's maybe something you might incorporate. It might be. It might be something that I plan to do on Facebook Live or LinkedIn Live. Um, it might be something that I... It's not I, on my calendar or radar yet at the moment. No, and the Dream 100... Are you familiar with the Dream 100, what yeah. that means? Yeah, okay. So presumably, would you be trying to connect up with other people with audiences? And Yes, already and, have. Yeah, already have to, yeah, doing yeah, that, yeah. 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 And then the attention engine is just literally just sort of advertising, which you said you're going to be doing. And then I think you also mentioned retargeting, didn't you? You're going to retarget yes. people who've been yes. to the website. So, uh, which is this call to action to a warm audience. 
and then creating a sales funnel, which you're doing an active campaign. So it seems you do, it seems to be you are sort of basically following something like this sort of system anyway, or you will be. I think um, I think I think your yeah. system is really good. I think it, yeah. it's really clear for a lot of people because one of the things that I, I find as well that people tend to do I, when you say this blueprint, I, let me ask you a question: Are you yeah. saying that you need to do it in this order, or are you saying that you need to do it at? at no, I mean this. <laughs> no, I mean you could you can adapt it how you want, but. Uh, this seemed to be the logical order, I think. I mean, how would you do it differently then if you were, I mean, you're proposing doing a different order? Um, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't got an opinion one way or another. Okay. No, I, this seems the logical. I mean, the first one isn't really a step. It's just to start with the, the end goal in mind, which I think is important to have. And then obviously start setting up your channels and so on. And then just producing videos and syndicate. It seems to be the logical order to me. I think I mean, you could you could have the sales funnel slightly early, I suppose you could create that. But I this is designed to create the audience first and then yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got some data to work with. How I started it is I had my sales funnel from the beginning, um early okay. on. So after my objective and setup, I had my sales funnel early on. And the reason why I did that is I wanted to create some solid case studies. Um, and I wanted to validate that the business model worked first. There's no point me going through all of this and then finding out that actually there's no business here and it's not going to sell and there are no clients. So I wanted to make sure that you validate the business first. Um, yes. And to do that, you need to make sure that you've got a sufficient number of paying clients and you've actually delivered your, 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 your promise to them in, in, in yes. a successful and satisfactory manner. Once you know that you can do that, then you start adding all the other stuff in the process whilst you're optimizing your sales funnel, which is what we're doing at the moment. Because yes. obviously as we're growing and scaling, it's not the same as doing it for a few people. It's, right. it, it, will, it will change. And, and that's probably where it needs to come in. Um, because at that point, you're, you're, you're building, you've built your tribe and you've built your audience. Yeah. And now you're saying to them, all right, here's, a, here's how I can serve you. And in some cases, what they want is different to what you've initially set out yeah. that you wanted to do. And that's why, from my perspective, it's about it. So I follow the, in the same way in the tech world, I follow something called the, you know, the lean startup way. Yes, you're you're that, testing yeah. every single step of the way and making sure you're measuring. And that's sure. what we've been doing. So I just yeah. wanted to make sure that I validated that business model first, yeah. understand that we can deliver on it and then, and then add all of that stuff on. But Sorry. I was going to say that that lean startup methodology is, yeah, it's just also the basis of what I'm working from as well. Fantastic. And that's why I think you're, you're on the right process. And what I was going to say when I said, do you, when I asked the question, is it in a certain step-by-step um, yeah. um, -step process? I actually think that it's, it's important for people to focus on one thing at a time. I think a lot of times people sit there yeah. and try and do everything. Of course. And when they try and do everything, they achieve next to nothing because they're, well, you get you get overwhelmed, don't you? You get overwhelmed, yeah. and you're running around like a headless chicken, yeah. and and it's just not, and you don't actually achieve what you want to achieve. Well, that is why I like the idea of having ten steps because you, we can only do one thing at a time. And then if you download my mind map, you get this. So each step is then broken down into like individual things. So I mean, that's sort of how I, I, I work to uh, to to yeah, start off with the overview. And then just really break it down to step. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Mm. That's really good. So, so um, in terms of the attention engine, in yes. What do you what 
I know it's like how long is a piece of string, but how long do you need to be doing this for? And what? Well, do you, you can do it. Do you, um, you can do as much or as little as you like. Because with Facebook, with your ad, ad advertising, you can turn it off and on. But this is what um, I'm doing. So, um, so obviously. So first of all, are you aware of this software, ShieldApp.ai? No. This show, this is a Chrome add-in that analyzes your LinkedIn content marketing. So these are my posts in LinkedIn. Cool. And you can sort by um, views, look at how many likes, uh, comments they got, and um, you get lots of graphs. So it just gives you a lot of data that's hard to get nice. otherwise. Uh, so, um, and so, and the goal is to get audiences that you can retarget to. So, yeah. for example, I've got 1,200 people, people who've watched 95% of my video views. And the, re the way I got that was to do this um, uh, attention engine, which, and, and, and I can turn, I can do, which is basically, so all my videos, uh, I can um, promote these to people who are interested in other people that I think might be interested in what I'm doing. For example, uh, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, or people like that. Uh, yeah. People are interested in that. I, I show them my, my video to them, and then if they watch 95% of this, then they go into my um, audience. So Fantastic. I think it's, yeah, so you just do a bit at first, and then if you need more, you can just uh, do a few more ads. So it's sort of flexible. That's really good. That's that's something similar in line with what we're planning to do with the YouTube videos because we want to try and understand how many people are watching what percentage of the video um, on on Facebook when we push it onto Facebook as well as LinkedIn. Um, yes. So um, and understanding that the people that have shown interest in this, we're going to retarget them at, at, at a later stage. So that's that's really good. But I, I'm I'm happy that you introduced me to this um, tool. Because I didn't, I wasn't aware of it. So thank well, you. We, we, which, oh, the Shield app, which one? Yeah, Shield app. Yeah. Yeah, I actually found out doing another episode of my show. I was speaking to, to Melanie Koshot and she, uh, she told me about it. So that's why I love doing the show because I get to learn, you know, so much from talking to different people about all the different Good ideas. Stuff. Anyway, it's coming up to um, the hour. So wow. um, I'm sure we're very busy. So <laughs> we better. Um, we better call it today. Well, it's been yeah. fascinating speaking to you, uh, Tama, and I wish you all the best uh, in your in your new new venture. And I'm sure many people will benefit from it. And I'll, I'll be following I'll be following yours the site with interest to see uh, you know how you going to develop it, and then at some point uh, in the future when you've sort of finally exited, I'll see how many hundreds of millions of pounds you uh, you sell it for. So, thank you. Very, <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> So, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll okay. say that you were there from the beginning and you- I was, yes. <laughs> That's great. Fantastic. Thanks, Keith. Okay, bye, bye for now. Bye, bye. Cheers, so bye.